gotta see the colors, okay. man. Sure. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, we're How's back. How's that? Oh, yeah, this. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Now we are straight. How is everyone doing out there, man? It's been a long time. We had a. Uh, it wasn't a break. Just. Yeah, Take our time. Had a few in the can that we just kind of mm-hmm. put out there, and it's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, good to be back in the seat. Mm-hmm. Now, special day today. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. If you have not listened to these episodes before, or you are a avid listener of the uh, Whiskey to Whiskey podcast, you know me. <laughs> I am a Dixon Deadman fan. And I don't know why it took us so long. Well, we explained that. We have so much stuff, we can't <laughs> yeah. always get to it. So this is going to be a 2XO episode. So from his first release to his third release, which is his latest blend that came out in September, the Tribute blend. So we have the Phoenix, the Innkeepers, and the Tribute blend. Are these annual? Or is um, this like all yeah, last I think year or once, all within 18 months or what? Um, so this was 2021, I'm going to say, for the Phoenix. I okay. could be wrong. I, I know they dropped in fall. Or actually, I really can't remember. It might have been last fall when that dropped, the Phoenix blend. And okay. then I think sometime in the spring... The innkeepers came, and then this fall the tribute blend came. So I think he tries to um, shoot for fall, a spring, a fall release, a spring release. Okay. So I don't, I don't know how. What is that? Twice a year? I'm assuming. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is the icon series that he came up with, which will be the special blends that he. He does, and he also has a Oak Series blend that drops September. So what that one's going to be is just an American Oak um, whiskey that's more affordable. Oh. Like the, the $60 range, like we were just okay. talking before recording. And the, you're going to be able to see that on the shelf. And sometimes you see these, but usually it takes a while for people to pick up on it. And after a while, you don't see it right. anymore. So... Let's get you, some of the... You bought these in Wisconsin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. So the Phoenix blend. So Dixon said that he, you know, named this blend intentionally like it was his new beginning. Because as some of you people know, he hmm. was a master dis- master blender, not distiller, master blender for uh, Kentucky Owl. And we know how good he was at that. Yeah. He was really, really good. That's, so, we what? Pour that now. Yeah, you could go ahead and pour the the Phoenix blend. So, what he does, he just aims to try to create something unique in American whiskey, and um, you know, I I think what he does. So, two XO is two times oak. So I know he uses. Um, like finished? Yeah. Like aged and then finished in something else? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Now, trying to remember what I found here. Because with these two XOs, it's hard to find any mash bill. <laughs> what he's using. So, the information you get is not transparent at all. So that's why I'm So he could stumped. be buying barrels yeah. from, like, let's say, Bardstown. Could. That have aged for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, we'll sell you this barrel, or we'll say 20 barrels that are aged three years. <clears throat> he takes them, and then he does whatever else he wants, puts them in different barrels, possibly. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, new chart oak barrels, that's what he does when he gets it. Okay. But I'm trying to find the information here. So I could say verbatim, other than me just going Sounds off at the bad. limb here. <laughs> Probably won't find that much. Um, select stocks of my finest barrels and crafted using my yeah. double barreling process. Mm -hmm. Each blend is limited, one of a kind, and has its own story. Yeah. So pretty much what it is... How much? It will... Uh, distance Dixon will be taking whiskey that he hand selected and then he will further mature it in a new chart oat barrel and then that's what he does and that's pretty much all he gives you and I'm pretty sure as we review the next two it's going to be pretty much the same thing <clears throat> I gotta so, say, it makes me think of. Can you just picture his collection of oh, barrels? Yes, yes. <laughs> and where he got them from? Oh like, my what gosh. in the world? Wouldn't that be nice to see that collection? So all these are 104 proof, and he he likes that 104 proof because he thinks that for the whiskeys that he has hand selected and blended with, mm -hmm. you're gonna get the best out of that whiskey. And I'm gonna tell you this now. Was this uh, 50? Two percent. Yeah, one hundred four. So, I like all of these, and I know I'm very biased with Dixon. Yeah, see, so you've got. And, and it, it seems like as we were, I don't know if you're going to pick this up, but as we review these, you can see how he, even though he's a great blender, but with this being a new thing that he did, you could hopefully you can get what I'm trying to get at. Like it progressed. Like from the Phoenix blend to the Innkeepers and then to the Tribute, you're going to be like, uh, okay. Um, a progression into something. Yeah, I know what he's doing. In direction he's going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like his blending's so hard. As we all know. I mean, you tried it once. <laughs> okay, this is on the nose. It's got like a light marshmallow. Yes, it sugary. does. Right, a, mm. right away. Like you open a bag of marshmallows. Yeah. Jiffy. I'm getting uh, some zest in there too. And I, I picked that up a lot in the the, the, the fruit forwardness in these blends. Alright. Yeah. Fresh fruit. Yeah. Not, not like... Mm-hmm. Uh, overripe or oxidized. It's not oxidized. Mm -mm. 
Oh. Mmm. Strong and clean. Yeah. Good. Good. That's all I can say. It's good. It cuts through. Mm-hmm. It's not hot. Yeah. And I, mm. I think most of these, if I'm not wrong, I think the Phoenix Blend, and I, I'm not sure about the Innkeepers or the Tribute, but once we get to those, I will look out up information on those. But I you, I think this is a high rye blend. I'm <clears throat> if you could taste Drop it. Drop or two. You get those spicy notes at the end. Yeah, spice. Yeah, so I think this blend is a high rye for sure. I could be wrong. But usually it's a guessing game with him because it's not so, it's not that much information on him. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Did you add a with a few drops of water? A few. I'm. It's more. Uh, it changed direction a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's more like a Manhattan. You know how the Manhattan has. Uh, gotcha. The rich notes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now it's so funny. I listened to one of his podcasts, <laughs> and he. Went through all the blends and and how the feedback was. Now for the Phoenix blend, I think he said oh, people man. loved it for cocktails. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Which is a expensive be, cocktail because it's of course one hundred dollars a bottle. But you know what? Having used expensive bottles and cocktails. It really is the best. Yeah. I mean, it just is fantastic. I mean, you're taking something that's already good and just elevating it mm-hmm. times two. So there's, I understand. Hey, two X up. I, yeah. <laughs> times I, two. I totally understand that, but uh-huh. you don't want to do that all the time. I don't want to sure. do it, but yeah. I, I right. Um, okay. Since I added the water, a lot more spice came through. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking I'm picking up high rye here for sure. And these are not fresh cork pops, by the way. No, so this one's about three inches down. Yeah, the others are less, about yeah. two inches down, inch and a half. And what do you think about the bottling? The what? The bottle. The the presentation. Well, the bottle reminds me a lot of the same kind of bottle that is in Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shape. Mm-hmm. That wine b- yep. bottle shape. With a big bottom, thick bottom like that. So maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> I like Eagle Rare a lot. And it's got a phoenix on the front. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's the new beginning. So, no age statement at all? No. But we do have a, a hint that it's from his private collection, so... It's gonna be not brand new junk. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
Well, there's a lot of oak too. Yeah. Now I'm tasting a lot of oak. It's oaky. If you know, some people with bourbon, they kind of go, you know, don't like it or they like it. Yeah. It's kind of it's like mm-hmm. peat with scotch. They yeah. either love the oak or they hate the intense oak. I love oak. I mean, this isn't too oaky. I didn't even notice it until now. Some of it could be too now. much. Yeah. Got all those tannins. Wow. Whew. So, from what you know from Kentucky Owl, and when we heard that he was doing his own thing, mm-hmm. and this being the first release, yeah, how do you receive it? Like, okay, is he losing his touch or no? Nope, he's confident. Yeah, that's why I, I I'm like, okay, he's confident. He doesn't need to come out with another uh, uh, Kentucky Owl 10. No. Mm-mm. With, you know, the the fancy label and, you know, the all that. Mm-hmm. It's very minimal. It's low-key. And it's 54%. Yeah. 52%. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and no age statement, no information, and how much? One hundred. Okay, hundred. So that isn't one hundred and fifty, and it's not fifty or sixty. Mm-hmm. So, and plus we know that he's not <clears throat> blending with, you know. I'm trying to think of a yeah a bad whiskey another, that's out there or but. anything with yeah. anybody else. He's mm-hmm. doing it all on his own. You know that it has to be some good whiskey. Okay, so confident, bold move. And overall, really good. Yeah, I mean, think about it. All the best ones we've we've had have all these development stages to them as we drink and you know add a little drops of water and mm-hmm. all the, it's gone through a lot of changes in the last five minutes you know that's a sign of a great whiskey so it's a great whiskey yeah and we'll rate I wouldn't these be surprised the if there's buffalo trace in this <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised I actually think there's buffalo trace in this by the nose I'm getting right now. Dixon, if you uh, listen to this, because I'm definitely going to tag you once we release this. Hmm. Yeah. Really good. And we're going to give a rating after we review the three. But yeah. You see what now, I, mean? I was I was worried about Dylan because I know he likes transparency and it's not that very transparent. Well. But, but I get why Dixon is probably like that because I don't know what kind of agreements that he has with these distilleries. Because I mean, I'm assuming that he has some type of agreement with some distilleries because he's not getting this Kentucky whiskey from the sky. Like, oh, look at this. <laughs> Let me blend this and that. So who knows? Well. Specifically, it bothers bothers me the most, I should say, when it's in the Scotch world, and they are taking whiskey, Scotch whiskey, 
and just putting a generic term like I don't know the 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 bothy calling it oh it's the bothy right and then you're like okay and then the price tag is two hundred and twenty five dollars oh yeah and it's and like what like, man do I want to uh, and you're basing it on what no information that's all they give you right it's like okay uh I don't yeah. think so now see but if they tell you yeah like here's what's going on now what if whiskey. you what if in the scotch world though you had a blender that was well known that you had faith in right and then that's another story yeah then you're like okay even though i don't like transparency i know so-and-so is blending this They're putting their name on it yeah i'm gonna buy it so, because i have faith in them right and anybody and really and you and i could start up a, a small company do a blend and make the label and everything just wow everybody takes notice of it right mm-hmm. and then we're in and out it's just a flash exactly. boom fast thing and that i don't know that just doesn't have a lot of uh it's kind of uh, i don't know it's got use car salesman oh, a little bit yeah, like yeah. yeah we'll get you in the door and then you're you mm-hmm. know it's just not right anyway back to what fitness we blend is good <laughs> yeah okay whoa so what happened we're on to the innkeeper we're on to the innkeeper okay yeah all right now from what i found obviously kentucky straight bourbon which is blended um undisclosed proportions of high rye 35 percent and then low rye 16 to 18 percent bourbon mash bills so this and then time, 51% corn. I'm, I'm picking this up from someone else. Hmm. But I don't know how concrete that is or okay. what. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just speculating. <laughs> this from someone, someone else. Who yeah. is, is this someone else? Uh, yeah, someone pretty, you know? Pretty relevant. I'm not going to drop their name. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. All right. Let's go. Nose. Mm, brown sugar. Oh, I just noticed this. These have gold yeah, thing on the top. Yeah, it seemed like he upped it just a bit after the first added release. a little something, huh? Yeah. Okay. Pizzazz. It doesn't change anything no. about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Because uh, as you can see here, I think at the top, 2XO. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Blend. Blank. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, so they may have changed like a bottler. Yeah. Maybe. Or just added some things to to. Brown sugar, man. I'm not picking up that high rye like I was before. Mm-hmm. Okay, this smells like higher proof. But not. It's not. Same proof? Yeah. All, all these oh. are 104. Oh, okay. Kind of reminds you of a that uh, brown foreman type of nose, like the Jack Daniel type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's like kind of coy, yeah. coy hillish. Yes. yes. Wow. Huh. Well, if any of you are familiar with that brown foreman foreman nose, like the Jack Daniels. High proof release. This is what it smells like. Reminiscent, for sure. Smells like 
Coy Hill Jr. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> this is a change. <laughs> Whoa, culture this, mouth. This guy is Great. incredible. This He's is... incredible. He's incredible. It, it almost, uh. it always, <laughs> when I had the Phoenix Blend for the first time, I liked it. And I'm like, okay, this is his first release, and it's very, very enjoyable. But I'm comparing it to what he did with Kentucky Owl, which I can't do that anymore because he's on to something else. This is a new beginning, like he said. So the innkeepers came out, and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, Dixon, man, I'm telling you, bro, he's moving ahead. <sighs> Phenomenal. Uh, this just creeps around your mouth. Just the, it just like does this, you know. It just, <laughs> yeah, I'm here, and now I'm kicking down the door, and I'm coming in. That's what it's doing. All your taste buds. Yeah. Wow, full flavored for fifty-two uh, percent. Obviously, he knows what he's doing because he he loves that proof point for these barrels. I'm pretty sure he's tried them at every different proof point and was like, mm -mm. That's kind of interesting that it's 52 for all three of these. <laughs> because, you know, you would think, like, what's the chance that they land on 52 is the best, is the perfect. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's just locked into 52 because that's where he feels that it really is the best. Yeah. Oh, and in a, in a, as a general, like, in a general way, mm -hmm. not specifically for one whiskey. Exactly. Because your first, the first thing I thought about when oh, these were going to release man. at the same proof point, I'm like, eh. I'm like, how different are they going to be? Especially when you don't get that transparency, like you said. They're all two times oak. They all kind of age the same way. But mm. I'm pretty sure, mm. I don't know, I'm pretty sure all of these probably, probably have different whiskeys in them. They necessarily don't have to be the same stuff, I'm guessing. They just are all from Kentucky. But Ooh. it's crazy at the proof point. And they're all at the same proof point. How and they price? and price? Okay. And they're all different. See, I like that too. Like that I crazy really like jump, that. jump from the Phoenix to the Innkeepers. Yeah. Like you were getting hit with that, the spicy and all that stuff from the Phoenix blend, and then now you're with flavorful, coating mouthfeel, mm -hmm. and it's like, man, bizarre. One more sip, and I have a little water. Definitely richer, more subdued. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and uh, less, well, less spice, but less fresh fruit. Like yeah, no, no, one. no fruit notes on no. this one. No, not at all. It's all right. Let's see what we got. A couple drops. I'm gonna do the same. Wow. 
Dixon, one day we will meet. You were in our neck of the woods, I don't know how many months ago, but you're at Ray's. Wine Just and hanging liquor. out at Ray's? He was doing signing bottles of the innkeepers in Phoenix. I think that's when, I think it was during the spring when the innkeepers came out, and that's when he did a... And you just heard about they it? They did a event. There. No, no, they, they, they had an event for him, but nice. it was at a, on a weeknight. Oh, couldn't go. Couldn't go, because it worked. Well, next time, tell me about it, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, meet him, man. That'd be great. He's the man. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on the Brown Foreman. Um, oh, yeah, that Jack Daniels, is, Old Forster. And yeah. that, no no banana note, but Coy, Coy Hill yeah. has a distinct note. Uh-huh. Like, you can, if you were smelling Coy Hill, you can pick up banana because you know that you're smelling Jack Daniels. But it's, you, you have to smell it. <laughs> But it's like a Coy Hill Jr. for sure. I almost almost got a little Knob Creek in there. Now I'm getting some banana after the water from the palate. It's like a, like one of the Jack Daniels bonded. It doesn't taste like it, but the palate is similar after water I will say that I like this better before the water added to it even though it's still great it changed it yeah it changed it for sure not for the worse just not my profile now one thing he did mention too like when he was talking about the phoenix blend about people using it as a cocktail Right. Getting feedback. A lot of people enjoy the innkeeper's blend with a nice big ice cube. I can see that. Now, I can't remember what he said about the tribute blend, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be enjoyed straight mm-hmm. up. This one for sure, straight. I, I mean, in your book, you would be like, no cocktails at all with these, but mm-hmm. I've done it. And I tell you, it is makes a great cocktail. It makes Game a great changer, Manhattan right? when you're using Eagle Rare and <sighs> and stuff like that within a Manhattan. It's awesome. So well, <sighs> with this being the second release, what is your thoughts from Phoenix being the first, Whoa. and then goes to the Innkeepers as a second? Displeased? Well, no. It makes me think what he's up to. It is he's doing a tour of the greats. <laughs> yeah. And you're getting a full and he's ride. focusing on you know, he doesn't blend it he doesn't blend it so much that you can't pick a type out. I mean like that first one was had a type. Yeah. Had a and type. it was spicy and it was kinda of like Buffalo Trace where um it doesn't it's not so it's got that fresh fruit, you know, and it's mm-hmm. lively. And clean and and just zippy. Yep. Uh, where this one is uh, rich, dense, full flavor, taste uh, mellow. Uh, if you told me this was a 
ten year or twelve year product. I'll believe yeah. it. It has yeah. some. It feels like it has some age on it. Yeah, for sure. Age. Yep. Heavy oak. Mm-hmm. It's just rich and heavy. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to compare it to what we had before. I don't know. Well, you were talking about Knob Creek. Were you like referring to like a 12 or a 15 year or something like that? Yeah, like a 15 year. Yeah. I can see it for mouthfeel. That's what I get. Not, I don't get peanuts or dusty peanuts from this. No, but, no, no. But the, the, the mouthfeel, definitely for sure. Yeah, he's in my thinking about this. Uh, he is doing like a tour of the greats, and he's not getting it blended so much where you can't even tell what's in it. It's just <laughs> obscure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like he takes a really great style of whiskey from a distillery and blends it just enough to enhance it but not destroy it yep. you know to keep yep. it to keep it pure keep mm -hmm. keep keep its uh identity yeah i'm not going to tarnish it at all no because this could be a great version of a buffalo trace product this could be a great version of a, some type of brown Jack foreman, Daniels, brown foreman, or, yeah, yeah, old forester, yeah, totally something could like be. that. It's almost like I uh, mean, if they had those labels and you didn't tell me anything, yeah. I would think, oh, this, I believe it's it. almost similar to because that's well, the one that we reviewed. Well, brown foreman had their hands in that early times bottle that we reviewed. That early times. I don't mm -hmm. know if you can remember that bottle and bond. That's almost like a yeah. Was a that the age? No, it was just, oh, it was just the uh, bottle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. The gray is, gray label. Uh, blue, blue and orange. Oh. Okay. I think we did early times already, but I could be wrong. Maybe you didn't. I think we did. I don't remember. See, this is what happens when you review a lot of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> you tend and to buy a lot of whiskey. Yeah. But yeah, it, it tastes like a nicely aged brown Foreman mm -hmm. product. Yes, definitely aged. Lots of age. All right. Now, the Tribute Blend, the latest of the release that came out in September, I do believe. Um. So this is a tribute to his family. It has his uh, family crest as the... Okay. I'm going to pause it. The pour those, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to get a glass of water. Just give yep. me a... Because gotcha. my mouth is like Spice City, right? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mouth is like... <laughs> I just need to rinse and I need... Gotcha. Need a minute. All right. So let me pause it. And we're back. Yeah. We have some water. Much better. Clean those palates. Freshened up with a Fiji. Good to go. And now we're on to the tribute blend. Which I'm going to read about this. All right. So as we all know, the tribute blend is the third entry into the Icon series. Now, this is a nod to his parents and the path they paved for him. And they said... 
this could be a older blend. But how will we know? <laughs> Did his parents, were they in the whiskey business? Uh, they paved for him. You know what? I can't say that they were in the whiskey business. Okay. But I think they had some type of restaurant or some type of inn. Like okay. a... Maybe, um, ba- maybe called Bay- Bay- was it Baymont Inn? Oh man! If someone listens to this, please <laughs> let me know. And I think that's kind of how he started the whole Kentucky Owl thing. So he started it. And if you are aware of Old Carter whiskey, they're pretty pricey too. They're they make good stuff, but they kind of. So that the Cotters and also Dixon kind of started the whole Kentucky Owl thing. All right, I think, and and Baymont Inn, I think that's what it was called. But yeah, and it seems like it has the same mash bill. I think that I said before in the Innkeepers. But as far as we know, this could be an older blend out of the two. So who knows how old the first one was, the second, or. How old this third is. So this is the, is the latest release of the Innkeepers. Or the, sorry, Icon series. Same price, too. Yep. And same proof. I like it. Locks, locks that price down and 20 years from now it'll still be $100. I it'll hope. be like a bottom shelf whiskey for really... Now, the thing that I need to do is buy his everyday offering, the American Oak, that's like 50 bucks. Hmm. And people love that one, too. So I wonder if that's more like a Buffalo Trace killer, even though it's, you know, 50 bucks. Okay. This is like that. Fine cognac, aged cognac, mm-hmm. rich, different than the other two for sure on the nose. Very old. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if it was finished in some sort of port barrel or something. Or cognac barrel. Huh? (laughs) Man, I'm telling you, dude. This is... You look like you were humming the national anthem over this. (laughs) The Pledge of Allegiance. Your hands up and your eyes are closed. Oh, man. This is just so good, man. I didn't mm. think that it could get better after the innkeepers. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I love that finish. <laughs> Man, I I'm telling that you. that finish. That is crazy. Crazy. That finish is <sighs> wow. It's so sweet. For days at the right, like right now, it's so sweet, but you don't taste that sweetness up front. 
Wow. Caramel, yeah. caramel, 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 Dang. caramel, butterscotch. It goes on for days. It goes on for days. The finish. <laughs> Absolutely. Man. Huh. And the mouthfeel is better than in, uh, the innkeeper, in my opinion. And the innkeeper's <laughs> blend had a great mouthfeel. But this tribute, he said he wanted to make a whiskey that his dad will enjoy. And you know what? I wish I was his dad while drinking this whiskey. <laughs> so I can have this all the time. Jeez. Okay. Man. The other whiskey that comes to mind that is that that kind of sweetness is uh um Pennsylvania style Rittenhouse rye is sweet very sweet yeah barely legal rye um that aftertaste is still sweet in my mouth yeah, I know. it's incredible this is ridiculous it almost would make you think that they're putting some sort of sugar in here. They got to be, right? Man. But you don't taste it up front. It is not sweet on the palate at all. And then the finish hits you and it coats the tongue with sweetness. Interesting. Very good. And I cannot put my finger on Of course, I'm no expert on American bourbons or distilleries. But I can't put my finger on a distillery on this one. Me either. Mm-mm. We kind of had a gist for the first two, but uh, like even that nose, man. I'm still getting some brown foreman again. Yeah, now that you say it. Yeah, I agree. Now, you don't suppose he would be doing an infinity blend type of situation here. He could very well be. You never know with him, because it says... Keeps a little... Kentucky straight whiskeys. Right. And they're all sitting in barrels somehow. <laughs> and if you were And his dad if you spent enough time with us and really thought about it a lot and had a lot of experience, maybe you could pinpoint some notes yeah. throughout throughout each one of these three. So the cool thing about this he, he he did get his dad's help with this. I, I, I'm pretty sure his dad was part of the taster. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But it's kind of cool, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's this definitely is, awesome. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean by uh, a direction. This went, <laughs> in a, this went in a direction. A richer age, higher age, richer. And this one just, the finishes. Awesome. Now these two came out this year. You know, it's so, like it's like this could it could be a, a aged 
eight more years. Like if this, the innkeeper was aged eight more years. It's like, that's what it was like. That's what this is. The tribute one. Mm-hmm. So I think the way that it came out, 2022, Phoenix Blink came out in the fall. 2023, Innkeepers came out in the spring. 2023, fall release for Tribute Blend. That's how it went. Hopefully I'm right. And finished in some sort of barrel. Like, this is like a... I want to say that he might use stays, man. I think. Or, that could be. Sure. Yeah, because he's coming out with these, you know, not every 10, 15 years. He's coming out with these every six months, so. Staves make sense. You can do that in the States. No problem. And you can just kind of mix and match how you want to tweak things a little this way or a little that way. Fast, too. And that's not it for him. Like, he has the Oak series, which that one I was telling you about, the American Oak. He wants to do, like, a different type of oak finishes for that that series, the low-end type. So he wants to do sherry with one, and then Hungarian or whatever, and then with the Icon series, you're just going to... It seems like from this point, the fourth one, I'm expecting it to be... Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, then he has... Yeah, you would think it would be like richer yeah, just and even more right? age, but what if he goes back down to like fresh fruit? Which, I, which I'd be okay with that. <laughs> zippy. Let's say if he keeps on doing that. Yeah. Like every third release is going to give you a better version of Phoenix. Then the second release of idea. that one is going to give you a better version of Innkeepers and so on. And the guy is talking about that he's going to do... Single barrel releases. Hmm. Part of his premium package. Ones that he personally, just himself... Without saying who it is? Hand selects like the best, the, the creme of the creme. I don't know how he could do that without saying who it is. I don't know. That's what he said on his podcast. Huh. And it's called the... the they're going to be called the Gemma Kentucky... The Gem of Kentucky. Hmm. So, and they're all going to be barrel named. It's kind of like what uh, the Scotch Whiskey Society does, really. Because they say who it's from, but they don't want to focus on that. Because their barrels they pick are so unique, it isn't really that distillery style it's just yeah. a, such a unique barrel that and that's what he says he's like when he picks those single barrels all of them are going to be see this way he leaves you in the loop yeah he says that they're going to be six plus years age so who knows where you're going to be drinking right <laughs> you know it's going to be older than six for sure <laughs> hmm. and then he was like if they're not to the standard 
not going to be a single barrel. So they're going to be very. That <laughs> age, though, at that age, nothing. It, it, it's pointless, really. I mean, everything, every one of these distilleries can come out with a stellar barrel at that age. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about what we had at uh, uh, when we did that from the barrel tasting at uh, Bardstown. Bardstown, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those weren't old at all. Mm-hmm. Six. And they were... Huh, Phenomenal. Super good. Ooh, I'm getting a... Uh, on his... Like, I'm getting that sawdust, that... Oh, for corn. The, I'm getting tribute. corn. Yeah, that corn, corn husk. Yeah. Getting some corn husk. <clears throat> But back to that single barrel, he was talking about a couple of drops. How amazing it is. He said that they're phenomenal. And he said, of course, everyone that he comes out with, he said it's only gonna come out once a year. Okay. And then So this this is a new um yeah. series? Yeah, it's gonna be not his not single X, barrel series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not two XO. Right. It's gonna be two XO, but it's oh, gonna be that's the label. That's yeah, the brand. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be the single barrel release and it's gonna just be called the Gym of Kentucky. Looking forward to it. Hmm. This is the kind of one where you want to sit around for like a half hour with because there's a lot going on here. This is there's a lot of age to this one. Can't rush it. Layers. Onion. A lot of layers. It's a good tribute to his father. <laughs> I'm telling parents. you, man. <laughs> it's really good I want to be mad if I was his father and he gave me the Phoenix bling. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh my gosh, yeah. man. Thank you. But yeah, who knew that it could get to this point, man? Dixon, you're the man. <laughs> you will forever be my guy that inspires me to blend. But I know that I'm not even remotely close to what you're doing. But I just appreciate the art of blending. Yeah. Like taking other people's stuff and making a work of art. <clears throat> Now, here's the thing that painters do, uh, uh, like children painters, you know, in, in art school. They'll get all the paints, they'll put them aside, they'll have this white canvas, mm-hmm. and they start putting the paint on the canvas, right? Painting here, painting there, they keep adding paint and adding paint, right? What if always happens is they their painting starts out with splashes of color here and there and white and you know some areas with no paint they want to add they want to add they want next thing you know the whole thing is mud all the bright colors have disappeared (laughs) all the white is gone Mm -hmm. because they think they need to just add and add and add until you got mud mud it's gray it's all washed out he didn't do any of that here None of this is mud. None of this is washed out. I st- we still, especially these first two, we're like, this is this, this is that. This, it's, it's there. The soul is still there. Yeah. This one, 
it's so age it's got so much age to it that uh which like a lot of aged whiskeys it's hard to pick things out you need a lot of time to you know pick all the things out there's a lot going on in this and we're talking about blends here that is just like a conversation piece each one that we reviewed today (laughs) has been definitely a topic of conversation they're all different yeah you have everything positive to say about each one and this was the way to do it one (laughs) after another in a series yeah because i was like should I just do it just individually? Nah, I was mm-hmm. like, let's... I was like, they're all the same proof. Kind of like we did with the Belvini. You can compare mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. first one with the last one and the middle one and kind of go back and forth in your ideas. So, you're great on the Phoenix, if you can remember. <laughs> um, now, after thinking about this, I probably should have grade... After we had the first bottle, because now, having after having the tribute, I mean they're all good. I I can remember what it tastes like. Yeah, grades gonna be tough because they're so different. They're yeah, and I don't know. That's a tough one for me to grade. Like, I could grade them as a whole, or I can grade them individually. Hey, whatever you want to do. This is a a special series right here. This is a 2XO series. All right. A Dixon Detman series. I'm going to go, instead of, because I'm just going to, by my preference. Mm -hmm. My Mm -hmm. preference is, (laughs) actually like... The Phoenix, the best. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because it is so zippy and fresh and just reminds me of a great Buffalo Trace product. Hmm. Um, wow. And I appreciate... Now, see, this is what I appreciate Coy Hill and all those other ones you bring over who are like, holy cow, this is flavor. like flavor bomb. And it just, you know, you there's almost like... We almost do it in injustice by just sipping it for the first time mm-hmm. on air. You know, it's almost like it needs uh, a, a three-part version of some of those whiskeys you bring over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one speaks to me. This Phoenix speaks to me. Straight it's to the just point. Like, it's, it's just everything I love about mm-hmm. Buffalo Trace products. Um, especially Great Eagle Rares, uh, Single bar- Barrel Eagle Rare. I love, the, or some other ones you brought over. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. These are aged, they're rich, and it's just so much, especially this, la- uh, this, this last one. The finish for days, that is so great, but it's just not what I, what I want. Yeah. But it is so great. <laughs> now... Well, you wait. Just wait your turn. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what Dixon said. Wait, I just wait, love this. <laughs> wait your turn, my man. Yeah, before you move on. Okay. Dixon said he made these products, especially that one called Gem of, Ken- of Kentucky. Because all the hype around other distilleries and the way that liquor stores treat it. Because, like, 
Not saying that he was talking about Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. But when you think about allocated stuff, your mind goes to Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just so funny to me how he blended a product that is reminiscent to a Buffalo Trace fan yeah. that, even though you don't see that Phoenix blend anymore, but I'm pretty sure if you look for it, you probably can find it. It's not like you're looking for a, you know, a Eagle Rail, Eagle Rare Ten or what have you. <laughs> and but it's just so funny how you were just talking about that. But it's part of that high rye mash bill that probably speaks to. And it's the fresh and zippiness, and it's just it's mm-hmm. great. It yeah. and it um, ah, just it reminds me of a great Buffalo Trace product. Mm-hmm. And, and that I was his goal. It is the lowest one you have here, so you must have liked this one a lot. Of course, you did have this one the longest, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that was his goal to try to get stuff that people could get their hands on, and for the liquor stores, not looking at it as, hey, this is a Heaven Hill so and so allocated or a Buffalo Trace allocated, because he was like, you got to go through leaps and bounds. To get that kind of stuff, you got to buy this amount to get in a raffle. This he wants to make this whiskey on the same level, if not better, mm-hmm. for people to just walk in, buy it, you know, and have yeah. an experience like we just did. Now, so how how available is this? Oh, well, you can still get the innkeepers and tribute blend, like at a total at race. Wine? At Ray's. Mm-hmm. Still on the shelf. And I'm pretty sure you could get it at Total Wine, too. Huh. Phoenix Blend, that came out last year, so I don't see that anymore. So. But now he has that American Oak series that's the low end that's going to be readily available, he says. Now, I might make not make a lot of sense by my rating because I'm saying Phoenix Blend is my favorite. However, the Tribute Blend is just so good. Mm-hmm. And it's got everything. And I can't... I, I, even though it's not my personal preference, I get it. I get why it's so great. It is so great. The finish alone is it's worth great. 93 points. Yeah. I mean, that's it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to say 93 points for the tribute. And the Phoenix, I'm going to go 91. And the innkeeper, I'm going to go a solid 90, 91, too. Whoa! Dixon, you are the man. And this guy gives harsh scores. He doesn't give 90s off the limb. I tell you this. Now, our Whiskey of the Year episode is going to be coming in a couple months down the road. The Innkeepers and also that tribute came out this year. Are you considering or popping your mind that they will one of them will be on your list or a honorable mention? Uh, for sure. Okay, because I'm feeling the same way. Yeah. And I'm right with... I'm right with... 
Dill, I'm in the 90s for all three and as well. You, since you mentioned that, this is why the tribute does rank higher. Is because how special it is. Yeah, that's special. Uh, uh, even though it's not my jam, I'd rather drink this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But that is so you special. Especially that finish. I mean, who else is doing a finish like that? I know. Uh, no. Well, there you have it. Because <laughs> I'm right on the same level as scores. As same, as Dill. like 93 yeah. for the tribute. Yeah, and for the, the rest of the bottles. And we might want to have hit pause here, because I do have well, a special bottle. He has an announcement to make? That, no, I'll make the announcement off here, and then we, we can introduce the bottle. Are we doing this part of this episode? Yeah, we could pause it. Okay, all right. We could pause it. Here we go. Kind of similar. Okay. And we're back, man. So, good little... 2XO series with oh, the Icon series. Yeah. Yeah, man. Totally the way to do that. Cover all those things together. That was great. Yeah. So, now I got a, so now, a bonus bottle, man. What do you have? Something that I never thought. Oh, right. I will get my right. hands you on. Said, when you saw it, you said you almost passed yeah. out. Yeah, because I knew about this bottle for a while. I mentioned it already <laughs> and since we're doing 2XO why not and I got this yesterday so the day before we recorded this 2XO <sighs> gem, gem of Kentucky uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> oh man I I couldn't believe it I was nice. like, man, we, we plan on recording the Icon series, obviously, and then I stumble on the gem <laughs> of Kentucky. Okay. Couldn't believe it. And I was <clears> like, this has to be a fresh court pop. All right, all right. It's got to be. Look yeah. at that bottle. Way to not give it away, Joel. I mean, <laughs> you 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 gave me all the information I needed to know and then sprang it on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like I was telling you before, he hand selects these single barrels. He only is going to release this once a year so this is a limited edition or le as Uh some people say in uh six plus years okay (laughs) let's just talk about the look of this bottle oh my gosh uh still got the 2xo in gold it's now printed screen printed onto the glass right Mm -hmm. this is not a label yeah right very very nice it's got this. All right, so okay, so he's it's got a gem out. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a yeah, it's a subtle gem, almost smoky looking gem. Very nice, printed on there. So I'm guessing that's just gonna stay for this whole series. Yeah. That mm-hmm. gem. And then the neck, it is real similar bottle style to the whole other bottle he had with the 2XO but I noticed there's a slight bulge in the neck yeah like a nod to scotch a little bit Mm -hmm. with that bulge there yeah it's definitely a scotch bottle oh then it's taped first I thought the whole bottle was black and then I saw some gleaming uh Mm -hmm. ruby looking yeah it's something is this is this see through 
I don't think so. Oh, okay. It is blacked out. I'm getting reflections from over there. Oh, okay. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Single barrel. And that's two, all we know, Two man. times oak. So if it's single barrel, he's taking a single barrel and putting it in another barrel. Because he's still got the two times oak on there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so it's a single barrel version of what he's done. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> and this is at 108 proof. Now 104. Uh-huh. Possible. Well, let me do my thing. Oh, whatever. Let's, let's read the back. Yeah, yeah. The Gem of Kentucky series is made up of a hand-selected single barrels from my proprietary high rye bourbon mash bill. Which I rebarreled in a new and new oak barrels with varying char levels. Each single barrel expression is unique and bottled just below barrel proof to meet my standards for the most premium release from 2XO. Mm. Okay. How much? Or should we talk about price later? Yeah, let's do that later. Okay. I want to see how much you think it is. <laughs> Oh, hopefully you guys pick that up on the sound. Oh, nice healthy pour. Oh, healthy pour, Joel. Gotta break it up. Gotta break it open. Yeah, up. you gotta get that neck pour down, right? Yeah, this is a good level. Oh man, Dixon, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> when I, it's so funny, man. We appreciate everything you're doing to us. <laughs> When me and Dylan were, you know, preparing for this episode, I knew that we're going to be doing the Icon series. And yesterday... This was yesterday you found it? Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday it dropped. What in the world? And I ran and scurried and someone posted it and it was like, Allocation Friday! And I'm like... <laughs> yeah. I couldn't pass it up. Because I already knew about this before after, like I was saying, what he was uh, discussing on his podcast. And I'm like, man, I'm never going to get that. Look especially if it's premium. And then what do you know? Look Drops this, yesterday. Look at these legs, man. I know. Did you smell it yet? No. <laughs> oh, boy. That is some news. Huh. From this news, and as we discussed with it the innkeepers, to open up. Yeah, it's closed down because you got you can stick your nose right in here. Mm-hmm. But from what we discuss about the innkeepers and tribute blend, do you think after tonight that there might be a possibility that there might be two or no three? Two XOs on our whiskey of the year list. Well, I don't know. It's a little or at early. Least I, it's a little early. No, we got two more months <laughs> after October, the time of this recording. You know, this is unfair a little bit to. I mean, you have to add this. You have to, especially if you just got it yesterday. But. 
given time to open up. Man. We almost should just let these sit in the glass for like 10 minutes. Mmm. I am loving that nose, man. <laughs> From fresh core pop. Okay. This yeah. nose is crazy. Man. And I'm probably going to have to take this picture of this bottle upstairs somewhere. Because of the contrast of it being oh, all black. Yeah, you're going to need some better lighting. And we're talking 54%. So four proofs higher okay. than the ones we reviewed. A little bit stronger. First, when I saw that diamond... I didn't. I saw it from this angle, and I just saw these top pieces and the and the middle piece. I mm -hmm. didn't see these other ones. I thought it was like a record stylus, <laughs> like a needle <laughs> for a record. Like okay, that's cool. Just went in for some sips. First sip. Coats of tongue. Yeah. Mind-blowing for me. Even it's though like a, it's probably going to need some time to open you up. Know how but something man, salty can just this, hit you? My man. Whew. Savory. Very savory. Oh, this is going to be a stellar whiskey. Mm-hmm. And this is a cork pop. I know. From a cork pop, and is this yeah. good? <laughs> I can only imagine yeah. once that air hits. But the thing is, it kind of sucks, because even though the bottle is outstanding looking, huh. I'm like, where... <laughs> Where's the level? I can't see. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> oh, man. But I was getting that color bounced off the glass, and I'm like, am I looking through it? I mean, it's just pitch black, that bottle. I love it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any way we're going to be able to tell. Because you, even with, like, New Riff, you know how they have their bottles dark? You can kind of, yeah. you can't still see the level. Sure. Here... You can't see nothing. Unless in sunlight, maybe? But this will be a bottle that I will finish and not throw away. Because <laughs> every barrel number number is going to be different. So this is number oh, 69. Yeah. I just so, have a whole roll of them. So his series, then, are just one barrel. So we're talking really rare. We're talking just hundreds of bottles available, and that's it. It's like a store pick, but a but a Dixon Denman pick. Yeah, which I have faith in him picking the best barrel. Wow. That's why I thought this was so fitting 
to throw oh. this in as a bonus pup. Yeah, I, sure. I couldn't wait on this one. For sure. I couldn't wait. Uh, look at that color. Mm-hmm. That color is crazy. Nice and dark. Rich, rich, rich. Dried fruit. Oak. Aged. Then there's no heat. Mm -mm. In fact, it just needs... There's nothing... I had to stick my nose in to smell. And that could have been from the, like you said, first quart pop. I don't know. Right. Oh, yeah. When this is half full, man, this thing is going to jump out. Hmm. All right. Let again. Me, did I add some water? All again. Right, let me add a few drops. Brown Foreman. Again. To me. Yeah. That's possible. Hey. Why mess with something that's not... You know, that's, that's working. Brown Foreman is working. Oh, man. This is so good. This is so good. Man. Now I feel like I'm rushing it. Everything I do. It's no. like, I want to just say, we need to walk away for five, ten minutes. I want to add the drops. That might help open it up. Um, when I first smelled it, it reminded me of a time when you brought over that special Four Roses barrel. Oh, the barrel strength? Yeah. That was, you know, it, yeah, it's like I can't very remember rich, which, very rich. Yeah, I can't remember what age. recipe it was. And <clears throat> it's not like the regular Four Roses mm -hmm. stuff. It was so different that sometimes I get confused with, like, the Koi Hill and that other brown form and stuff you bring over. And this um, nose reminds me of that that Four Roses you brought over. And you had one. I, I got you one. One of the I recipes. That's right. But you finished it, right? No, I never opened it. What? I never opened it. Wow. I totally forgot about it until you mentioned it. Holy man. Yeah, that's... Finished it. Yeah. That one was from my mom's. It's... <laughs> it's so good. One of these days. One of these days. I mean, I'm sitting on five different recipes right now. And I, I have that same one that you have. And it's still on open as All right. well. How much water did you put in? Uh, full teaspoon. Oh, full? Yeah. I put in like a third. Didn't lose any flavor. No, it's... In fact, it's more youthful and bright. All right. So, from what you had from Fresh Core mm. Pop, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? And kind of range with how much you think this bottle is after reviewing the other ones, because you know how much they are. Uh, 
All right, here's what I know. American prices, um, okay, MSRP? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The, the, this is MSRP price. Okay, yeah. But should I even ask because you rarely, if ever, don't pay MSRP? Uh, I do. But I you... rarely, I rarely pay pay secondary. Secondary. Yeah. Is, <laughs> isn't that what I said? No, you said MSRP. <laughs> okay. You rarely pay MSRP. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> you rarely, if ever, don't yeah, pay, pay MSRP. Yeah. Um, but from what you get from a first court pop. And how they stand to the other ones that have been open for a while. What's your thoughts on this whiskey? It seems like, from what I gathered and what you said so far from a fresh core pop, mm -hmm. that it has potential to be <laughs> mm -hmm. exquisite. Mm -hmm. Couple of okay, let me answer your question. Um, and then I have another point to add to that how much do I think it is MSRP $240 hmm. close how much 200 200 yeah makes sense mm-hmm does it taste like 240 bucks? Or are you just raging from uh based on the owl Kentucky 10 oh, and yeah. the price and the, <laughs> yeah. and this being a cork pop and the potential this has? Yeah, I can see it in mm -hmm. I can see, you know, I can see why he's going this direction he's going in because of what he did with owl 10. Kentucky owl 10. Mhm. Mm the rye. Yeah. Yep. And that's all I have had, except for that other one. That's a blend, but... Anyway. Uh, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say now. It'll come back to me. About how they range against the other ones? One first core pop? I had something specific to say. It'll come back to me. Well, Dixon, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I am already looking forward to next year's Gem of Kentucky. Oh, <sighs> for sure, man. Because this barrel number sixty-nine is it, and that's off of Fresh Core Pop. I'm telling you, man. You did it. <laughs> you did uh, we're it. Gonna man. Have, we're gonna have almost have a uh, like a, a drinking game based on you calling out Dixon Deadman. Dixon, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. He's man. my guy, man. I'm telling you, I I am so <clears throat> mad that I didn't get a chance to meet this guy. Uh, I love everything that he's put out, man. Yeah. And this you know what's funny? I wish I had an opportunity to have some of the Kentucky Owl bourbons that he blended. 
And I didn't get on the hype train till late. And, and then the Rise were the ones that I could get my hands on. Batch 3, for sure. And I, I never got my hands on the, the Birdmans. I wish I did. But hopefully that's... <laughs> oh, this is going to be fantastic. Just just this cork pop. Oh, it's got all the it's got all the fingerprints all over it of like Owl Ten mm-hmm. and Infinity Blend. That you know that kind of caliber. Like when it hits you right away. Hmm. Huh. Are we are we gonna release this Monday? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I hope he responds. <laughs> Dixon, please, yeah. man. If not tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah. mean, usually I release them on a Sunday night, but then what happens is like something will come up, and I'm like, oh, I forget, and then the. People are like, what happened? Mm-hmm. And then I released it on a Monday. But that's what you get with a bunch of amateurs. Hey, and we're definitely amateurs. <laughs> Man. So, mm. rating system off of fresh quirk pop. <sighs> yeah. Fresh quirk pop. Hints. So, fresh quirk pop. Yes, but I'm just going to give it how I see it right now. How I see it right now? Oh, 92. Dixon, you gave this guy four straight 90s (laughs) and above. And he's... It's uh, and he doesn't do this a lot, man. I'm telling you, even with your Kentucky Owl Batch Three Rye, I think you gave that a 95, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Well, maybe I don't know, but it was probably it was my high highest one. Yeah, and this is reminiscent of that in uh, some some aspects of it. I'm right with you, man. I can't wait until... Dixon... Okay, if you listen to this episode, Dixon... Is a year old. This is one thing I want to do. Me and Dylan... I know... We work full-time. We'll buy the tickets to come see your private collection. Not not only that. Because he probably won't let us see that. But if there's any possible way... We could do a Zoom call with you... And record it as a podcast episode. Please reach out to us. Because I'm going to tag you in this Monday morning. Doesn't have to be anything extravagant. We're going to probably have some of your 2XOs and probably some of the Kentucky Owl stuff that you've done in the past. Um, Ashley probably won't do that because I don't know how NDAs are. With you leaving Kentucky Owl 
and them still existing. But we could talk about a rye that me and mm-hmm. Dylan like a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we could, you know, probably got, could chop I've it up a questions, bit. I've got questions, just the industry questions. Yes. I've got loads of questions. That I want to know how you got your start. I want to know if I was right about the whole Baymont Inn thing with your family. I could be wrong about that, but please... If you listen to this, I might even DM you tonight or tomorrow or something to see if we could make this happen. I don't know how we could be able to, oh, like an Instagram live, something. Maybe we got to figure something out. Because we have talked to, about you too much on this podcast. And I am a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> and you're getting this guy that loves... The world whiskey stuff, like scotch, Irish, and anything American-made that has been scored high has been your blended products. Yeah. And he doesn't do that to... And and I would have never even looked at these. I never would have said, oh, a bourbon for $300. I'll buy that. No, I (laughs) never would have. Kentucky Owl? I never would have done that. But this guy... (laughs) Yeah, you changed the game, man. He's changing me. You changed the game. You changed Dylan. (laughs) You changed Dylan. Not for the worse, but for the better. No. And that's how you did for the the blending game, man. There's a lot of great blenders out there, but there's no Dixon Dittmans, in my opinion. So, this is a cry for help. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Well, me and Dylan will enjoy that. I don't care if it's 15 minutes, 20, whatever time that you have that will fit in our schedule. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Like Instagram Live, something. How many guests have we had on before? Zero. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You'll be the first one. The first that's one. another we'll one. That's, that, that's another reason for you to, so you can be the first. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to be a part of this podcast? <laughs> nah, but yeah, it'd be nice to like ask the questions that Dylan wants to ask you. And for yeah. me, like, man, what what got you into blending? What what was your first love of whiskey? What was your first bottle that got you in whiskey? Like, what what made you want want to blend? Like, where, where does this start? I'm pretty sure it's out there on the web, but I want to. Learn firsthand from the guy himself. And, well, here's one of my questions I want to ask him. When he picks a, a bottle, a barrel, to do a barrel pick. Yeah. What are you, you know, what are your tactics? What are your things to keep in mind? Because you're presented with, oh, taste this. Taste, it's, a, it's a big show, right? It's like, oh, we've got this. Oh, we got this. It's, just, it's a lot of action. How do you keep? How do you keep your head through it all, and pick a pick a barrel, uh-huh. you know, and be like, what do you do? Take notes. Of course, he's probably doing it solo, so he's got the time and no pressure. But we're considering doing a barrel pick, and it's like, how do we make sure we do it right? Yeah, <laughs> that's my. Yeah, that's what I want to know too. Yeah, and anyway. what's the ins and outs of barrel picking and stuff? Like I. I Definitely yeah, know. ins and outs, exactly. There's a lot to it. We don't know. 
Yeah, we're new to this. Like we said, we're amateurs, man. We've been doing this podcast for over a year now. We're guys that love whiskey. We're fortunate enough to get our hands on stuff that other people can't get. Mm-hmm. But and now we're featuring you in one of our series. I of, know of these odds and ends stuff that we you know just have to clear out the docket. Yeah, of items that we're like, well, no one can buy this stuff. You no, know, it's not readily available. So, yeah, I mean, that that was his aim to make this readily available. I don't know about this gem of Kentucky because I was not expecting to get that. That just happened on a limb. Because when he was talking about it, I'm like, man, I'm never going to get this. I was like, premium? I was like, I'm never going to get that. I was like, it was meant to be. I had to search down the Phoenix blend for a while. And then it actually came up. And now I have them all three. And then I told my wife, I was like, whatever 2XO bottle drops, I'm getting it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm getting it. That's how much of a fan I am of Dixon Detman. And it broke my heart that I could not go to race and get an autograph bottle or a picture with this guy. Oh, yeah. One day. Next time, tell me. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. But you know what will make that better? If he actually does an Instagram live or something with this. Check your DMs. <laughs> Dixon, <laughs> I, I I tagged you on a lot well, of stuff before, and you have he shot. has he has replied to some of the tags that we had from whiskey to whiskey. Back before, you know, he left Kentucky Owl. Oh yeah, I, he replied. So, and then he reposted the Phoenix blend when I took that nice picture, and they put it on their page mm. on the two XO mm-hmm, page. Mm-hmm. So, I think we might have a chance. I hope. But yeah, well, I love this look. Yeah, that too. Uh, the the Gemma Kentucky bottle is a and work of art, handwritten in a gold marker. The number of the barrel. Only barrel sixty nine. Signature. <laughs> Interesting. It's just like barrel sixty nine. So it's like of his collection of barrels. So he yeah. So he's got his own uh, filing system. And number 69. Very cool. Dixon, reach out to us, man. I'm going to maybe DM you tonight. Hey, you can get a 15 cent return on this bottle in Vermont. Uh, I'm not returning that bottle, man. Crazy? That's I had history. No idea. I thought Michigan had was the king <laughs> of uh, bottle returns. Now Vermont is 15 oh, cents. Oh, man. Well, that was our Dixon Deadman 2XO episode. Yeah. If everything goes according to plan, what Hands I was pleading and down. begging to Dixon, you guys maybe will see that in the near future. Hopefully that will happen, but can't make any promises. But I'm going to reach out to him tonight once I take a picture of this 2XO Gemma Kentucky bottle. And I'm going to be like, this is a beautiful bottle. We did a whole episode with you that's about to come out Monday. I'm going to tag you in it. When can we get together and do an Instagram live, man? We got questions to ask, bro. Or Zoom or something. I don't know how you even begin to post that stuff. Yeah, I'm just curious about 
his uh, day in the life of Dixon Dedman. <laughs> yeah. Like his process, all that. It's really cool. And, well, let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> we got we could talk another this hour about Dixon. This will be Dixon. our longest episode. Yeah. Uh, again, Dixon again. Well, there you have it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. It was a good one.